Hi, Lou. Welcome to the show. And uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, so my name's Lou. I run PR, publishing, management, label, kind of big hybrid company called Classy Lassie, which launched in August of 2020. Probably the worst time to launch a company. But yeah, after that, um, I was a musician for from 2015 to 2020. And kind of the whole thing was through every bad experience of being an artist. I just wanted to to create a, a community and a company that, you know, if I was an artist, I would be, I would, I would love to work with. And that's, that's kind of how it all came about. That's awesome. And let's go straight into the Scottish music scene, because uh, we've talked a little bit about that. But I just want to know, what is it like for a start? And I really want to direct this conversation a little bit towards people who are, well, two sides, people who are in Scotland, who are trying Mm -hmm. to develop their craft, and also people Mm -hmm. on the outside who are looking to access Scotland. So what is it like? I think up until very recently, the Scottish music scene goes from being kind of quite closed off to to it's but certainly from a press perspective very closed off and Scotland is its own country to waves of of loads of loads of artists who go you know up and south so we were talking about like Tamzine and and Bo Anderson you know lots of these Scottish artists feel like sometimes they can be hitting the ceiling in Scotland so it's an interesting one it's a very interesting one i think the scottish music scene is filled massively to the brim of of new music but I think unless you live in Glasgow or Edinburgh I think there's a, an internal thought for Scottish artists to feel like you, you know they can't do anything unless they're in you know these capitals so it's a very it's a very dynamic scene but I think it's very difficult to access support if you're not from one of these you know big big cities I suppose that's so something- everywhere yeah, give us an example though of an artist that you've worked with where, you know, you've you've worked with them on their campaign. What's it been like? You know, what are your steps to kind of help them get from, you know, A to B, whatever those ambitions and goals are? Yeah, so one of the artists that I work really closely with has been an artist called Indoor Foxes, who she's grown massively within, you know, within the last two years. And our big focus was developing her UK audience over just her Scottish audience. And and the way that we kind of look at it is she was very much pushing herself as just an Edinburgh artist. And it's it sounds strange, but obviously, you know, you, you want to be proud of where you come from. But sometimes I feel if you're pushing yourself as an Edinburgh artist, you're almost just building this bubble around you that you can only hit the ceiling in Edinburgh. So one of the big focuses, especially like on her recent single, is we were really wanting to push her, not only as a Scottish artist, but as a UK artist, because it's very difficult for, if you're pushing yourself as an English, as an Edinburgh artist rather, it's very difficult to get major radio play in England. Do you know what I mean? And and that is where the hub of, of UK radio is, is in England. And that was kind of our our big thing was absolutely, it's amazing she comes from Edinburgh, Edinburgh is such a, a vibrant destination, but almost labelling her as that, it's, I don't know if that makes sense. You're almost putting this ceiling in place and you're probably not aware of it. Yeah, you're isolating other people, right? So absolutely. Um, it's like being able to be proud of your heritage, but also don't use it to the full extent that it's probably going to isolate people being able to connect and and grow your audience right absolutely yeah 
That's cool. So how, how, how is it from someone on the outside that maybe wants to access Scotland? Perhaps they want to tour maybe mm-hmm. Scotland or add one of Scotland into their, their UK tour or, or something mm-hmm. along those lines. What's the best option there? I think with Scotland until very recently, it's, it's, especially from a touring perspective, it's very closed off. You know, if a, if a UK artist wants to tour in Scotland, you play Edinburgh and Glasgow and, and that's it. I think, as we, we touched upon before the call, up until May of last year, our BBC Introducing channel was in a different language, <laughs> which <laughs> when you're a Scottish artist feels very strange when, you know, the hub of, of Scottish music is played on a channel that is is a language spoken by 15% of the nation. But it's amazing because we now do have an amazing hub of, of BBC Introducing. So definitely accessing that it's a very difficult one i mean scotland i've had this conversation with loads of different publishers um who are english-based who are looking to develop artists in scotland and i think it's it's not easy (laughs) it's definitely not easy um but it's it's a weird one and i i don't know if i have the answer to it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so tell us this what are the kind of major kind of routes in, ter- in terms of venues that maybe independent artists or any artists should really be hitting in Scotland what's the what's what's the best places yeah so there's loads of there's a massive chain of amazing independent venues in the street in Edinburgh called the Cowgate and previous obviously in non-covid times there's loads of all-day festivals that have days in edinburgh and days in glasgow so you've got the likes of stag and dagger tenement trail who are loads of these multi-venues multi-venue festivals across edinburgh and across glasgow that welcome touring bands you know i saw oscar lang who's signed to dirty hit i saw him at tenement trail and that was like my first time seeing him and and these festivals like as i said stag and dan a dagger tenement trail with even expo north which is up in inverness these are really good multi-venue festivals who do do welcome in touring bands and i think that's there we go i answered my own question that i couldn't answer (laughs) that is the route that is the route to scottish music um there's loads there's there's loads of these amazing festivals again I've, I've discovered so many amazing UK talents at yeah. them so that's yeah. where you kind of get the international crossover and so on absolutely um, you can grow fan bases from there absolutely. now what about so we've covered people who you know are born in Scotland and maybe are, are around Scotland what about then press and management let's come back to that looking at some of the artists that you are working with at the moment what is your typical kind of press route for a lot of Scottish artists that you you go you go by. I just want to check whether you know it's similar to what we do in London or or wherever else. So one of the big things that when we talked about it earlier, going from an Edinburgh artist to a Scottish and then a UK artist, is once we feel so, we'll take Indoor Foxes, um, for example, who is an Edinburgh-based artist, and after second, third release, we were kind of we we'd milked it of what we could for Scottish press. And something that I've been playing around with in previous in, in previous releases is to really get the big honchos in Scottish press involved is to create a, a FOMO okay. in what we do in, in UK and European. So one of our big things that we wanted to do with Indoor Foxes was sh- she was hitting a, a certain level in Scottish press. So, you know, she was getting BBC introducing. She'd gotten played on a couple of the bigger shows on BBC Scotland, but there were still outlets that maybe weren't 
latching on when we were pitching. So we wanted to create this FOMO, fear of missing out, and really breaking her into to England. So this was kind of our big focus is getting as many big hitters in English radio as possible. So we had XS Manchester, um, she was on Radio 1, and we got her on BBC Six as well. So it was creating this this kind of FOMO in England to make people in, in Scottish press be like, like, why have we not covered this artist? Because she's now suddenly breaking into English radio. And that's something I've played around with on the last couple of campaigns that I've done with artists in Scotland who feel like they're they're hitting the ceiling, not going anywhere. Like, so it can be used as like a, a nice tool, like that kind of those borders, you can actually just use them as a, as a nice tool to be able to actually leverage them. And, you know, I guess Absolutely. it's the way you look at it, right? Mm, totally, totally, totally. And it's something that I've, you know, I tested it out with Indoor Foxes and now that I'm, I'm really applying to to all of my artists is you know it's making them not just artists from their hometown like there's a big kind of thing whenever you look at Scottish music there is a, a there's a town there's an area called West Lothian which is the birthplace of like the last three years of amazing Scottish music so it's the hometown of Lewis Capaldi you're getting bands like the Snuts are coming through Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves you know but really really cool like future Scottish legends are coming out of this area and it's like I think that is the only area in Scotland that you would push your hometown because yeah. it's as I say it's this birthplace of the last three years worth of really 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 breaking artists from Scotland yeah and you know what see this is what interests me and I've been actually having different conversations with different people from around the world about their territories um, <laughs> about like how does your music scene work you know if someone wants to break into it if they want to be a part of it things like this like these geographical like locations where it's like okay don't push that push this they really they really help one of the biggest things is obviously let's take a look at what are the what are the biggest kind of pillars of press in Scotland if you're breaking in Scotland that you've got to kind of like as an emerging artist or as a as a reputable artist not even an emerging one maybe someone that you know is is on the up you've got to have ticks in all of those absolutely so we've touched on BBC Scotland you know there's an amazing show on BBC Scotland, the introducing show, there's there's a numerous ones, but the main one, uh, which is BBC Scotland, the introducing show with Phoebe and Shireen, that's a really, really interesting show. And because it's, it's a really cool dynamic, you know, it's it's really young people, you know, it's, it's people in their, their mid to late 20s who are, who are putting together this show. And it's it's cool, it's cool. And it's it's getting a really cool group of people behind that show. And as as we talked about it, it launched in May of last year and it's becoming, it's got a really cult following, which is really cool. Because I think the days of cult radio following is, is kind of fizzled out, but it's really cool seeing that. So definitely that is a, a big pillar at the moment. In terms of kind of other avenues to take in Scotland, again, we're coming by BBC. I'm not sponsored by the BBC or affiliated in any way. However, there's a really cool show. They do like the Quay Sessions, which is on BBC Scotland, who loads and loads of touring artists play on the show and, and up and coming artists across the world. And it's called the Quay Sessions and it's filmed in the BBC studios. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a really, really cool outlet. I think really radio is the big, is the big hitter 
in Scotland. It's, it's the Rather really... than publications. Absolutely. I mean, there's loads of really cool publications coming through. Like we talked about Tenement Trail, who is, is a, a multi-venue festival, but they have their own publication, which is, is called Tenement TV, which the way I describe it to, to my friends south of the border it's kind of like a it's, it's a scottish diy it's it's a really really cool and they do like sessions in a tenement flat which is like best way i can describe a tenement flat is like it's not nice <laughs> it's 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 not nice but they do really really cool sessions and they've been doing that for years and catfish in the bottleman did one a couple of years ago before they kind of broke quite big like so like Florence and the Machine Bastille did one kind of before they broke and and that's that's really cool so I think that's a really good route for for touring artists you know if you're playing a show in Scotland Tenement TV is a really really cool publication especially with the sessions because like if, whenever I'm like missing gigs I found myself the last year or so like going into like the archives of of those old sessions and it's like you see like the likes of like Bastille and, and Florence and Catfish, like pre-breaking point. And it's really, really cool. And it, again, it's it's in this like snug wee flat. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's cool. It's cool. And obviously we have like the likes of So Far. Like the So Far sound scene up here is really cool as well. Like there's loads of people that, those are friends that I have down south who have cultivated their way into the Scottish scene by doing like tours through So Far. So cool. rather than, I mean, most bands that I know outside of Scotland, when they want to play Scotland, it's King Tut's or it's the Barrowlands, which is, it's a route. But I know lots of people who are coming through right now who obviously pre-COVID were doing tours like exclusively through like the So Far, which So Far sounds is such a cool outlet. Like it's, I've discovered again, loads of cool stuff through So Far. So yeah, So Far is cool as well. So yeah, there, there is loads of cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I just want just to round off the session. I just want to go over maybe some really cool artists uh, like Scottish artists that maybe we should look out for. No, oh, there's there's too many. <laughs> it's like okay, maybe let's my... go let's go for like three. You top three. Uh, let's, let's go for three. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I'll be biased for one of them. So one of the artists I work for, Indie Foxes, she's really really cool. Your Phoebe Bridgers. Girl in Red, kind of bedroom poppy, be kind of sound. An amazing band called Swim School, who are really, really cool as well. I followed them for the last couple of years and they're kind of coming back again. Sound-wise, it's kind of like Pale Waves, bit of the Cure, proper Jesus and the Mary Chain, kind of like mm-hmm. chorusy all over the place. Who else am I loving? There's a really cool band called Sunstinger, who again are proper... Jesus in the Mary Chain, DMAs, kind of, kind of Stone Roses, kind of vibe. But yeah, those are my three. But there's awesome. so much more. But yeah, and finally, how can people find you? So again, I run a company called Classy Lassie, which is at Classy Lassie PR. And if you want to follow me on my socials, which is a bit strange, but people do it, I suppose. Which is Yeah Boy. Amlo, which is me. But yeah, that's that's me everywhere. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Lou. Appreciate you coming on. No bother at all. No bother at all.